afternoons, three to six. How do these things happen? I, I'm, I'm still complimenting correctional services for coming on board and very quickly dealing with this. But that someone thinks they can do something like this and get away with it. For me, it's at the same category as landing on with your guests who are going to a wedding. And then the person involved ah, becomes an ambassador. Strippers in prisons and I need a drink. And by that I mean coffee. Happy on 702, your number one news and talk station. Start exercising. Start up. Start saving. Start saving right now. Get a place of your own that you own. Own up. Speak up. Learn to say no. Expand your business. Expand your mind. Invest onshore. Invest offshore. Invest in yourself. What's your next? Go to standardbank.co.za forward slash what's your next or speak to your banker because wherever you're going, we'd love to come along for the journey. Standard Bank, moving forward. Standard Bank is an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Shoot, shoot. Yeah, he scores. Stop kicking the ball in the house. Sorry. Wrap yourself in warmth this June and July with Sunbreaks. Whether you love Durban's endless summer, Josie's big city vibe, or the beautiful Cape, we have something for everyone. Book your mid-year holiday from only $9.95 per room per night, including breakfast. And remember, two kids under 18 stay and eat breakfast for free when sharing with two adults. Go to tokosun.com to book. Season and apply. They don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. It is indeed time for the NetBank Business Accelerator now. Over the last few years, 702 and NetBank have been profiling businesses with the potential to go to the next level in the NetBank Business Accelerator. Now, what we're doing this week is we're getting some updates then from some of the uh, businesses that we have profiled. And here with me to look at that is our business growth expert, Pablo Fitidis. Pablo, good to see you. Good to see you too. And of course, uh, Pablo is uh, with Auric. Uh, Pablo, who are we profiling this morning? Who are we um, tracking back? Well, Lenny, we're going to be speaking to Coal Savings from African Thread Tape. It was a business that we looked at about two years ago. And it makes simple, humble plumber's tape. Hmm. That white kind of almost sticky tape that you put around um, the, the, a tap or yeah. for gas purposes. Very, very simple. It's stretchy, it's elasticy, and it seals. It creates a great seal. And Cole decided that he could make a much better quality tape and he could make a tape that wasn't inflammable, that was safer to use in the gas industry. He built a business from the ground up behind it and it's a wonderful story of the Trojan horse Hmm. in business. And if you think about it, the Trojan horse is a tale from the Trojan War about the subterfuge that the Greeks used to enter the city of Troy and Hmm. conquer it. Hmm. In the same way, the simple plumber's tape has put coal in front of the CEOs of some of the biggest plumbing businesses in South Africa. And it's led to him securing the early stages of a 150 million rand deal that will see him make plumbing fittings here in South Africa competing with Chinese products. Amazing. All right, let's uh, welcome on the lines then Coal Savings. He is Chief Executive Officer at the African Thread Tape. Coal, good to talk to you. Hello. Good morning, Kalani. Thank you for having me on your show. You're most welcome. Thank Listen, you. so what makes your Thank tape better than the regular Chinese imported tapes that we have? And why would a plumber or a gas technician prefer yours? Uh, Kalani, we manufacture uh, a heavy-duty, high-density thread seal tape. So, you know, there's a lot of the time when the, when the plumbers use their tape, it stretches. And when you use ours, it snaps. That's really, in short terms, the... the, the the, the most critical difference when the guys are using it. 
That is interesting because I'm just thinking here, is making tape enough to build a business, a multi-million rand business? You know, <laughs> the, making the tape, uh, the tape factory has never been my, my end game. Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't have anything growing up, so I always knew that I wanted to have a, a massive business, and this was a stepping stone for me. And, you know, moving forward, I was always out on, I was always on the lookout for uh, bigger opportunities or different opportunities. And, and now we have an opportunity to be able to manufacture uh, plumbing ware for a, uh, a, one of the third largest plumbing ware distribu- distributors in the country. So, you know, it's, it was a stepping stone for me and mm. I've taken it. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Pablo? That is the next level that we're always looking for when we profile this business. It is, but it's a great it's a great insight, this, because, you know, very often people stand on as pedestrians and look at the flow of traffic and look at the flow of traffic, and you can never see the gap to get into business. If you get into the traffic, even if it's on a little scooter mm-hmm. called plumbing tape, mm. you start to see the gaps. And the big opportunity here has now emerged. It's a 150 million rand deal. <sighs> Coal is importing 22 plastic injection machines out of Germany, specifically German machines because they're very, very energy efficient. Mm-hmm. And he's in the late stages of concluding this deal. But what he needs to do is raise 10 million rands of private equity. He needs to find a partner, preferably someone, Golani, mm-hmm. who's been in the plastic injection industry, an old gray beard with good insight and a good understanding of the production processes, who's got some money behind him, who wants to back a young, very energetic mm. stallion of our future industry here. Wow. Good luck with that, uh, Cole. Uh, but I'm sure that uh, immediately after this call, you, uh, Pablo will be taking calls about, from people who want to partner with you because you know, you know what you want. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity, Colani. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Pablo. You're most welcome. All right, then. That's Cold Savings, CEO of the African Thread Tape. Fantastic business here. And I'm certain that Pablo will be receiving emails. I certainly hope so. He's a good guy to back. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. All right, so what, are you, who, what company are you profiling on Reedy's show? We're going to be speaking about a company that has built out from the ground up. It's accredited itself in the rehabilitation of big plant and machinery. It's doing everything right, but it's not succeeding in cracking the big corporates. And we're going to find a strategy to crack the corporate code of supply chains. Ooh, don't miss that one. Listen, Pablo, thank you very much. Listen in then when we hear from another NetBank Business Accelerator update this afternoon with Redi Tabi, the NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. See money differently. Visit business.702.co.za for more. 702, the Africa Report with Crystal Audison. And let's welcome now on our lines Crystal Audison. A very good morning to you, Crystal. Good morning, XG, and belated birthday wishes. I've been castigated for not wishing you a happy birthday, so <laughs> a day late, but here it is. Oh, thank you very much. Much appreciated. All right, let's start in Nigeria, where Nigeria's President Muhammadu Buhari has spoken in an audio broadcast marking the end of Ramadan. It is his, his first public message since he went on medical leave in May. Yes, so it's 50 days and counting. So XG, I actually listened to the audio tape just to get a sense of how his voice sounded. And he really sounds very sick. I mean, it sounds such, you know, like a weak person reading this message. Of course, the message um, was broadcast um, to mark the end of Ramadan. And it was actually 
in Hausa, which is the language spoken in the north, which of course also elicited a whole lot of criticism because people are saying, why did he address only in Hausa and then it's only released to the north of the country? This then creates the impression that he's in good health. There's already all sorts of rumors circulating in um, Nigeria um, Kalani about the nature of his illness in London. Also, there's different fake news websites already announcing that he's died. So really, the rumors, you know, not ending despite this message where President Buhari called for peace and unity in the country. It also comes at a time where this tension between Christian and Muslim communities and the deputy president or the vice president had to intervene. So, of course, um, President Buhari's aides are saying that he'll be coming home soon. But Listening to that voice, XG, I really don't know. Ooh, this uncertainty continues then. All right, there's also a 29th AU summit opening in Addis today. Um, Apparently, leaders will focus on Africa's youth population. Yes, this is the big issue, harnessing the youth... uh in Africa and looking at opportunities. But of course, XG, we know that the big issues will be Somalia and what's happening in South Sudan. There's been big cuts, um, the EU, the US, you know, this is affecting the military and it's also affecting projects that international donors have always funded. Of course, the previous chair, um, Kosazana Lamini Zuma, was big on the fact that the AU must be self-reliant. This will also be the first um, meeting being chaired by the new Chadian head, Musafaki Mohammed. So, of course, there's going to be quite a lot of interest to see the position. He's been very active, XG, in terms of speaking about what's happening in Somalia what's happening in South Sudan. We've obviously not seen what exactly it means. So this is going to be his big moment where there is, of course, an expectation that these issues of impacting on the continent and the drought um, will be discussed um, under, obviously, the banner of harnessing African youth. Of course, the big question also everyone's talking about, XG, will South Africa be attended? Will um, Jacob Zuma or um, his deputy, Cyril Ramaphosa, attend the African Union Summit um, because it coincides with the ANC's policy conference? I don't think this is going to happen, and most probably um, the senior official, which is the Minister of International Relations, will be attending, which, of course, course, given that um, our own Kosazana Dlamini Zuma is not in others, there will be a bit of frowning upon that. Yeah, I suppose the uh, policy conference is too important for all of those people uh, to go to the AU, but we will see. And you spoke a little bit about South Sudan, and unfortunately, South Sudan has had to cancel its Independence Day again for a second year in a row. Yes, you know, South Sudan is Africa's youngest nation. Um, So it came, you know, basically born in 2011. So funds and the ongoing crisis, people are saying, you know, simply means that they cannot celebrate because we see now that, you know, close to 4 million people have been displaced. It's um, The UN now says it's the fastest refugee crisis in the world. The oil economies in the doldrums with the oil price. And really, you know, the it's very hard to say this, but the country is on the brink of collapse unless there's some serious intervention and that the AU leaders will be discussing the ongoing crisis, not only from a humanitarian perspective, but also a political perspective, because clearly a political solution is needed for Africa's youngest nation. So, yes, no celebrations, um, because simply I don't think people can even think of celebrating if they're simply looking at having one meal a day and to feed their children. All right. Uh, Listen, Crystal, on that note, I must really thank you very much then. Uh, We'll chat again, again tomorrow. Thank you, Extreme. EWN.
Traffic. Traffic at the moment, XG is uh, quite slow through Robertson. There's that overturned vehicle on Xavier Road at the M1 bridge causing delays. Also, Metro Rail between Ferenichen and Joburg affected. Uh, you know, the ra- trains have been suspended until further notice. There's also an accident in City Deep on Heidelberg Road as you're approaching the fresh produce market going towards the Joburg CBD. In Pretoria, Fountain Circle accident, Euphius Road near Christina de Witt. There's heavy delay. There are heavy delays at that intersection. Aki Anastasiu, EWN Traffic. Thank you, Aki. Well, Standard Bank is launching the phoenix.org, a crowdfunding initiative aimed at significantly enhancing access to tertiary education for youth from the ages of 16 until 24 who require financial support to fund their studies. Now, listen to 702 this week to find out how you can get involved in South Africa's economic growth and give the youth an opportunity to achieve their next dream as they move from, it was just a dream, to degree in the bag. Get involved. Go to phoenix.org. It is f-e-e-n-i-x.org for more information. F-e-e-n-i-x.org. Find the perfect IT match for your business with Dialernerd. Since 1998, Dialernerd has partnered with thousands of businesses to handle their IT. The troubleshooter is the guy that can take care of everything IT. Call him at Jack of All Trades. He's your go-to IT guy when you can't seem to figure out if it's the cloud, your desktop, or the network that's bugging out. He knows that no job is too big or too small. It's a problem that needs to be fixed so you can carry on with your work. Meet the perfect IT match for your business with Dialernerd. Visit findyournerd.co.za and make a date for a no-strings-attached free assessment. Dialernerd, we've got this. This just in, Flysafairs mega sale for today only. 30% of all flights, all routes till February 2018. Sale of the century while it lasts. Fares lower than ever. Book for school holidays, December breaks from now till Feb 2018. Step right up and get 30% off flights at flysafair.co.za today. Flysafair, for the love of flying. T's and C's apply. 702 with Olani Guala. Email him on xg at 702.co.za. We'll look at your emails shortly and calls on 011-8830702. But another story that we're keeping an eye on is that story surrounding ESCOM employee Tembisile Yende. You remember uh, the slain employee there. So the court case uh, got underway. And yesterday, it came out in court that she was about to expose copper dealings in which her alleged killer and colleague, David Nguenya, uh, was allegedly involved. Yesterday, the court heard that a key witness told the police that Yende was killed because she knew details of Nguenya's alleged dealings and was about to report the matter to ESCOM senior officials. Investigating officer Crystal Lodz told the court that Yende was injected with a substance to make her weak 